everybody, it's Celine and TJ, and we're back for a, another episode of TJ, TJ and, and Celine Nerd Out Two Nerdy Things. I don't know why that was like a cheer, but I like followed through with it. You I did. don't know what. Um, I I want to start this episode off by saying this is a review of a Marvel movie. It is not what you would normally expect us to say for a review of a Marvel movie. So if you're looking for us to be bright and happy, you should go listen to the Shang-Chi podcast. Yes. Okay? And it's just, that's just my warning. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not that kind of podcast. Yeah, so we saw Eternals. On a Friday, so we'll answer that question right now. <laughs> on a Friday, because it's Marvel. <laughs> yeah, we always see Marvel movies on Fridays. And, um, it was okay. Um, so, <laughs> initially, like, right after the movie, I was like, it was fine. And as I thought about it more, I, like, liked it less. The longer <laughs> I thought about what I didn't like, I had more things I didn't like versus what I did like. Yeah. Um, so the Eternals are, it's like, it's almost like a, <coughs> they're like mortal and it's kind of like a guardians of the galaxy, like mishmash group of people that are like really strong, but they did not do it as well as guardians. This was like a more serious take on, um, alien beings. Yeah. We can't call them aliens. That's offensive. Yeah. That's rude. What the <laughs> fu- take it back. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Demi. <laughs> it's they. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, they prefer being called... Extraterrestrials. Yes, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> so... Speaking of hot messes. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fucking mullet. Oh my God, I can't deal with that mullet. <sighs> and I don't even mind mullets. It's just like, I'm not interested in her mullet. I'm not interested in her. She can go away. Yeah. Anyways, um, the Eternals, they're an alien race. And um, it's a more serious take on aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for I'm really good at describing things. Keep going, Shakespeare. Yeah. Keep going. Yes. Um, <laughs> do wonderful <laughs> Thinking of Shang-Chi, that's better. It's better. Yep. Um so just to like um <laughs> to start off the cast that, the big names, at least. Um, we have Angelina Jolie as Thena. Uh, Which, who I loved in the movie. She was great. She's always great. She's just not... She's misused in the movie, I should say. They don't use her as thoroughly as they should have as an actress. Agreed. Gemma Chan, who is Cersei. Uh, who, again, she's she's beautiful and she's a wonderful actress. I will get into her, though. Um, we have Camille Nanjiani as Kingo. And we have Ro- Robert Madden. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Rob Stark. That's what yeah. <laughs> Richard Madden as Icarus and um, Kit Harrington as Dane Whitman. And Selma Hayek as Ajax. Why did I forget Selma Hayek? She's not in the movie that much. Yeah, that's what. And Spoiler. Then, <laughs> then we have um, Druig, who is played by uh, Irish actor Benny Keegan. And we have Makari, um, who is played by... American actress, oh, something, Ridolf, I can't remember her first name. I don't know. I I, I might have seen her in other things, but I don't. I I looked her up 
and found out she was 43, guys. Which is so surprising. Does not look she 43. She looks like a teenager. Lauren Riddle? Oh, I got her last name right. You did? Yeah. Or Lauren Ridloff. Ridloff. Yeah. Okay. Lauren Ridloff, who plays uh, Makari, which is a is a gender swap of a role. Which I didn't know that. Yeah. You didn't? Mm-mm. I thought we talked about it. Um, Maybe I thought to talk to you about it and I, I didn't. I don't think we did. We might have, but it, it doesn't sound familiar. Maybe I thought doesn't to matter. talk to you about it. Anyway. Uh, and that is the, the, did I miss any? Oh, we have Sprite. She's an unknown. Leah yeah, she's, McHugh. She's a kid. Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos. 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 Fastos, yes. Yeah, Fastos. Oh, and Ma Dong Siok as Gigglemesh. Gilgamesh. What did I say? Gigglemesh? Gigglemesh. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Who's she? I like her. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so. A lot of. A lot of big names and a lot of people who I don't really know, but. Yeah, so. It. Okay, just to preface, we won't probably explain the plot because it was kind of a been there, done that kind of plot. There's a villain, there's actually multiple villains. And. Which is, I think, another problem with the movie. Yeah, which we can get into that as well. Um, there's multiple villains and they're trying <coughs> to keep the villains at bay, I guess. Uh, I just want to clarify, not clarify, I want to give an opinion that may make people mad. I don't really know. I don't think that Gemma Chan, um, and she could potentially be a good leader in maybe a separate movie. I don't know. I don't know if they, her dialogue wasn't good enough, because I feel like I've seen her in a lot of other things where she's played pretty strong characters. Even as, like, doc- Dr. Minerva, or Minerva, I guess she's not doctor in the movie, but... Um, she in Crazy Rich Asians. Was she? I think she it was, was Rachel. Yeah. Was she? Yeah, she was! Yeah. And I didn't mean that as, like, a stereotype. No. I was, like, because I could have she was in. Is that who she played? Astrid Young something. It cuts off. Okay. Astrid Young Teal. Okay. I think she was the, the wife of... Yeah. The, the business brother. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, yes, I remember that now. Yeah, she she's played a lot of roles, and she I don't think she's a bad actress. She's actually a very good actress. I think. Yes. I think she um, does a lot. Of, I always talk about this. She does a lot of really good facial acting. Like mm-hmm. she gives expressions. I think that in order to be like the leading female in a movie, uh, one there should be a little more. There should be a little more like self confidence, a little less so guess, self guessing, yeah. or second guessing. And I feel like Cersei ultimately was constantly second guessing herself and not like standing in her power, which is why I think Thena or Angelina would have been a better Cersei and Gemma Chan a better Thena. Agreed. I think that because she's a good. Well, they're both good action actresses. But she's a great fighter. Like, as Minerva, she... Yeah, she, great job. And I, I think she's, if I remember correctly, she's trained in martial arts. Oh. So I feel like they didn't utilize that. Or she trained for martial arts in, as Minerva. So I yeah. feel like they didn't utilize that part, and like, that she could fight. And I think that Angelina Jolie plays soft, but, like, solid really well. Like, mm-hmm. somebody strong, but quiet. Agreed. So, 
I just think it was a misuse of Angelina Jolie. She would have been a better Cersei. Yes. And Gemma Chan would have been a better Athena. Yes, that hundred percent. They should have been flipped. Yeah. And not, and that's not to say that Gemma Chan. I mean, they could have had Athena be the lead. I guess you know what I mean. I know in the comics it switches off who like the leader is of the. Yeah. Oh, that was Mason's phone. I was like, are we on fire? <laughs> um, but if Athena should have been the leader, I guess is what I'm saying. Like just in general. Yes. But I agree. Yeah. Um, we can get to the second part of all the villains. Yeah. Yes. So before we get into that, oh, um, I really wanted to like this movie. So bad. I was even trying as we left the theater. I was. I was honestly very excited for this movie. So excited. Probably more so than Shang-Chi. Um, Which is ironic, because I think that we love Shang-Chi. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm talking about, like, trailer-wise. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was probably more excited for this one than I was Shang-Chi, because, to be honest, Shang-Chi looked like, in the trailer, every other action movie you've seen that's based in China? Japan? I can't remember. China. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine, whatever. But that was actually very good. So good. I loved it. I, actually, I, I don't think the trailers do it justice. No. Um, so I thought this movie looked very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people said that they were iffy based on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was excited. I think I, the trailer looked good. I did too. I, yeah. I was intrigued about these this immortal race that comes to Earth to help guide them. And I was excited that Angelina Jolie was joining the Love Marvel her. Universe, which... I guess a lot of people were not happy that she was. People either love her or hate her, I, I, I feel like. Her. I, I personally love her. I think she's a great person. We talked about this. I love her. She's a great human. Yeah. I think she's... She's a phenomenal actress, I think. Yeah. She's, she's done everything from serious to action. Yeah. And mm. does them very well. And... She's a chameleon in the acting world. I fully believe that. 100%. Um, I was excited that Richard Madden was going to be joining as Icarus. Um... Even, like, Salma Hayek, who I'm not a huge fan of. That's Mason's girlfriend. Um, why? <laughs> it's because of her assets. It's her brain. Her very big brain. Or two of them, whatever. Yeah. Um, they hang low. She's got, some, she's got some assets, that's for sure. Um, definitely girls night out whenever she wears something. She Anyways... She looks good for like 50, though. She does. She looks amazing. So even her, her, I was a little hesitant of her joining because I don't see her as an action star. But she actually did a pretty good job. She did. Um, Anyways, my point was, I was excited for this movie. And I'm just going to say, the movie had a lot of style, but really no substance. It's like all panache and no story. Yes. And basically the plot of the movie is Earth is a birthing pod for celestial beings. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the story. No, no, he's not joking. Yeah. That is the story. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to get into the villains. <coughs> Go ahead. Um, so we have, so we have the deviants, which is like what we're told that they're there to hunt. And the deviants are like these mega monsters. That, it reminds me of, um, yeah. It reminds me of um, the uh, movie um, uh, Pacific Rim mm-hmm. with all those monsters that come out of the water. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminds me of. Like all these fucking 
beasts run out of the water like like tulips chasing daisies and it's weird and I'm like where did they come from nobody's asking that like, <laughs> like I, when you're hunting them nobody's like hey where did these alien like things come from why, why is nobody why why are nobody why is nobody asking these questions like as a like an alien aren't you like bro who set these here if you set us here who set these like anyway it's not even really, but that's like one of my first questions I had when they were like, we needed to hunt the deviants. And I was like, but who brought the deviants? Right. Did they, they never... even explain them in the movie? Yeah. The deviants were put on Earth to be the original Eternals. To like hunt predators and whatever. To make humans whatever. And they evolved into being the predators. And they were literally eating humans. So oh. the Celestials did that. So, okay. So we have the deviants who we find out were put on Earth by the Celestials to make sure the human race was protected. The deviants are more animal than, like, human because they're actually skin and bone and whatever. They're actual animals. And eventually evolve to be hunters and want to, like, eat the humans. Um, Again, you think that that's the villain. It's not. Then we get to a point where... um, you realize that Earth is a birthing pod for a celestial. And who sent the... No, no, no. Before I even talk about that, I just want to talk about the fact that when they asked them, where were you guys during Thanos? They were like, we were told not to get involved. Like, okay, Cersei, lover of humans. Yeah. When they, like, half of them disappeared, literally four billion humans disappeared, you weren't like... It's cool. You weren't like, should we help them? We're also... The he's an Eternal and we're Eternals. Because Thanos and Thena are cousins, if you didn't know that. They yeah. didn't mention that, but they are cousins. Yeah, I was like, they don't even mention that in the movie. But, but he is an Eternal. Yep. They're all Eternals. He's an Eternal. <coughs> he's just evolved and, like, is more schizophrenic than the rest of them. You know, well, like... Just, <laughs> just has, like, mental issues. Like, he, he just... He didn't go to enough... He didn't get enough love. Anyway. That, that actually could be his issue. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so we, we have the Deviants, and then we get introduced to the Celestials again. But remember, we got introduced to the Celestials with Ego in Guardians. Mm-hmm. So we already know that they exist. We don't... The visual they gave us for what Celestials are versus what Ego was... I was a little disappointed that they weren't, like, giant humans. The Celestials? Yeah. They're like robots. They look like Are they Legos. robots? I don't even know. They look like Legos. I don't know. They have I, like three eyes and they stand there. To do what? I don't know. If they're birthing out of... There's like hundreds of them. They're birthing out of planets every single time. Like, are they even worth it? I don't know. Anyway, so this, then the Celestials are the villains because Earth is literally going to birth one. Like Essentially what the Celestials do is they create planets... Yeah. To create celestials at some point. Because celestials need humans or, like, life to be formed at a pace so that they can, like, suck the energy or, like, have... They didn't really explain it, but my assumption is have it be a older planet so the planet gets older and older and older and it gets more energy from the more evolving and whatever. Yep. And the Eternals are there to not only protect the humans from the Deviants, but, like, also make sure humanity is, like... Excelling at a good pace. Yeah. So that the celestial can eat Earth. Or, like, pop out of its vagina. Because they... Yeah. 
Because essentially the humans generate enough energy to... To let the... To power the celestial. Celestial out of the womb. It's basically like that drug they give pregnant ladies to make them have the baby. Yep. I don't know what it's called. But whatever. Um, Can't think. Anyways, go ahead. So we have the Celestials, which end up being a, a villain. We have the Deviants, which are a villain. And then at the end of the movie, we find out that... Spoiler alert, if you want to watch the movie, you can stop right now. I'm going to continue now. Yep, you um, waited. <laughs> you can go. Uh, we find out that <coughs> Richard Madden's character, Icarus, is also a villain. Yeah. But, like, not. Like, he's just, like, trying to... It's just, there were so many villains happening at once, and there's just, like... I just didn't feel invested in any of them. No. Well... Because, like, the Eternals are, like, starting to become self-aware, I guess, of their reason. But they've been alive for 7,000 years. Right. <laughs> you know, I guess they're just coming to that. Takes time, I guess. Like, when the 4 billion people disappeared, were they not, like, why the fuck aren't we allowed to help? Right. And, like, Icarus is still believes in what they're there to do. So, like, he becomes the villain, like you said. And, look. The problem is, is that the villain, we don't really understand who the villain is supposed to be. And is anyone really the villain? Like, the Celestials are doing what they're meant to do. They've always done it. Like, yeah. just because the Eternals are just aware now doesn't mean, like, like it, they don't mean it out of malice. It's just what they've been doing. They've literally right. been building planets and tearing them down. Right. For years. They're essentially God, is what they're getting at. Yeah. They've been making planets and taking them away. And then the Deviants, that's not... That's the Celestial's fault. They dropped them there to protect the humans, and they fucked up. Yeah. And Icarus, I mean... It is his job. Yeah. Are we mad at him for doing what he's literally programmed to do? That's the key word, programmed. Are they human? Not really. No, they're made. They're, they're ma created. There's more than one... There's more than one set of Eternals. Yeah, there's multiple across the galaxy. Which I do think is interesting. I hope they touch and in, tap into that. Because, okay, again, another spoiler. Selma Hayek's character, Ajax, dies almost right away in the movie. Mm -hmm. And then they explain throughout the movie how why she died. Yeah. So she's dead at the end of the movie. She's gone. She's toast. She's been gone. Right. Yeah. But Salma Hayek has signed on for multiple Marvel movies. Yep. So it leads me to believe that we're going to meet other Eternals, not necessarily the ones that we've known. You know? And if you're wondering how she died, another spoiler. This is where we find out that Icarus is the villain. Yeah. Because Ajax was like their leader. Yeah. She was Mama Bear. Yeah. And she was the one that kind of realized that what the Celestials were doing were wrong, was wrong. We done fucked up AA Ron. And that she had grown to love the humans and ended up wanting to protect them. Icarus going... Icarus feeling like she was going against what they're programmed to do eliminated the problem. Which is what they're programmed to do. Right. So technically he's not wrong. No. Which is also another thing. Like, you're kind of like... <clears throat> yeah. 
a lot of feedback I read was like, how could Cersei like not be mad at um, Icarus? You know, the last part of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, because like he's not necessarily doing something wrong. He's doing what he knows. Yes. Just because the rest of them have been evolved doesn't mean that he has. Yeah. Um. This is where my critique comes in. This movie had no secure villain. Mm-mm. And I think that made it very hard to like. Because there's nobody to... There was not that aha scene of where, no. like, all of a sudden they all have power. And there is a scene they try to do that with. Yeah, with the Unimind. Yeah, but it still just doesn't hit right. And the Unimind, I didn't know, was also from the comics. I mean, I figured, but... I mean, I didn't, that was like a big thing yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Because it was like a, a comic book event. Really? Yeah. But that word right there, event, that's what this movie should have felt like. Every, I feel like every movie is an event. And this one was... A quiet one. Small. You know? Boring. And I've read a lot of people saying, people just don't understand what they're trying to do. I understood what they were trying to do. My problem is there wasn't a set villain, and even the heroes themselves were, eh. They were, it was kind of a whimper, you know? It was... There was no execution. No, there was no, I mean... There was I, no delivery. I really did, like, Fastos. Fastos? Fastos. Fastos, yeah. yeah. He was, I think, honestly, the funniest part of the whole movie. Um, the, and... The, like, technology maker? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I liked his... His, with his kid <laughs> your babysitting privileges have been revoked <laughs> um and I really liked his power yes. how he could like I thought that make was very stuff. cool and yeah. also not only could he make stuff he can think it <clears throat> yeah and generate it it's yeah. super cool yeah him and Thena were my favorite yes Thena was I mean Angelina Jolie she's just so graceful and so um she's stunning her movements were ballet like you know so, Which were very cool. So cool. Tell them the fun fact about how what she was fighting with, though. So, in the movies... So, her, her powers are cool, too. She actually has multiple different powers that weren't even in the movie I read about. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't matter. In the movies, she can generate... If she can think it, she can generate any sort of weapon. Not like Fastos, where he can make it mm-hmm. and project it. Mm-hmm. She can create it. Temporarily, and then switch it to something else, like instantly. But in order for them to achieve this, when Angelina Jolie was fighting, although it looks like she's fighting with a sword and a shield or a staff and a shield at some point, she was fighting with nothing in the movie. She does so well. I would have thought she was holding something. She, I don't know how, like, I don't know how you, like, the tension, even... You guys, when she's holding a sword, I can't even explain it because I TJ told me this fact. We watched the movie. She's white knuckling some of her weapons. That means she has to be doing like a fake like clench like this yeah. to be white knuckling a weapon. Yeah. So how do you fake that like consistently? It it sh- it just like goes to show that she can literally do anything. Yes. She's fake using weapons. Yes. Like that's beyond acting. That's facting. Yes. What acting. the fuck? Yeah. Acting. Fuck it. Oh, that's a different role. Never mind. I'm not talking about porno. <laughs> that's a different movie. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so very interesting that she 
it looks like she actually is fighting with something, but she's not fighting with anything. So I thought that was really cool, actually. Um, but yeah, she was not utilized. I think that. Okay, here's my big critique on this movie, and it's really like all I have to say about this movie. They should have introduced us to the Internals movie one. <coughs> Deviants are the villains, right? Yes. We don't know what the Celestials are doing yet because that's a pretty big deal. The Celestials are what made them. First movie is we get introduced, everyone's storyline, everyone's explained. Second movie, we understand that, oh, like we are, have minds, we're in the present. They all have lives. Let's explore those lives in present day. First movie, I want all of like the old times. Mesopotamia, Babylon. That, was so cool. that yeah. part was so cool. I want to explore all of that in the first mm -hmm. movie. Second movie, I want it to be present day. Third movie, we finally realize Earth is a birthing hub and the Celestials are trying to destroy the planet. And then, then we can fight the Celestials once we've developed all of this. Yes. But I there agree. was no development. It felt like one big rush. It, it felt very rushed. It it didn't and didn't feel rushed. It felt yes. like a very long movie. Yes. Um, and not like in a good Marvel movie way. Um, there was... I, 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 I think of it as like there was... The picture was so big that they didn't even know how to portray it in a two and a half, two hour and 45 minute movie. No. And that's a long, that's a long movie. And I, I just agree. If they would have done it in steps, you know, and I, I think, not to toot my own horn, I think I said it well when I texted you. I said um, that the reason why we've grown to love the Marvel characters is because they've taken the time to establish backstories. Mm-hmm. And taking the time so that you end up caring about each character in the movie. I cried when Iron Man and Tony died. Are you kidding? A fictional I character. I, I still bawled. cannot watch the end of that movie. Yeah. And I think that says something, that they've created this world that you feel emotional. I have it on my wall. Yeah. Like, I have the script. Well, not the real one, but the script yeah. on my wall. Yeah. You know, you feel emotional when these characters that you've been with for long time yeah even maybe even not that long you feel really sad when they, they're gone well even like Shang-Chi I was like oh like yeah. I'm so excited for his future Chadwick Boseman when he died I was so upset yes and I excuse me I feel like what this movie just didn't do was I just didn't really care about any of them there was no setup I like there wasn't one character where I'm like, oh my god, I cannot wait to see where they go. Honestly, the only one I'm excited to see where they go is um, Dane. I, <laughs> I'm, and it's funny because he's literally in the first ten minutes and the last five. If five minutes. If that. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited. I think actually them exploring <coughs> the Black Knight is going to be very intriguing. Yes. And, and the Black Knight and um, Blade, Blade working together. They should have built that up in this movie, too. Build, build it up to something. They should have utilized that, one. He should have... If, if they... Like, that's interesting. Blade yes. is interesting. Or Blade and Black Knight are interesting. The Ebony Sword is interesting. I said that weird. I think. You anyway, said it right. Um, 
And they could have utilized that. He could have that could have been the aha moment. We could have thought the whole time the Eternals were gonna save the world and all of a sudden Black Knight and Blade saved the world. Yeah. Like that would have been intriguing. I would have been like, Well damn. Yeah. You know? But that's just the problem with this movie. There's nothing abhorrently wrong with it. It's just no. not interesting. I, I told Celine after we watched it, I said, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It's just there. You know, it doesn't really further anything, but it doesn't stop anything either. No. It is what it is. If, let me put it this way. If I were to watch all the Marvel movies in order, this would probably be one I skip. Yes. Unless later on it becomes interesting. Which, again, Marvel's done that. You know, no, not even then. I probably wouldn't. (laughs) Marvel has done that. Captain America, the first one, which I will say in theaters was interesting. Yes. I will say in the theater, I didn't dislike <coughs> it. Now I'm like, uh, oh, I could take it or leave it. Like, it's not like my exactly. favorite. Yeah. But when you first watched it, it was very good. Yeah. And you were like, holy shit, we've got Cap. He's turning into this. He has an aha moment where he becomes the hero. There was just no just zinger of a moment where you're like, damn, these are the Eternals. They're just there and some of their powers are like hmm, like sprite's power okay hers is cool but it's, it's not illusions. it's not a fighting power it's not a no but and, then, and they all don't have a fighting power but i agree like she's just eh, you know but even like cersei's isn't a fighting power but her changing matter i think that's cool that's cool yeah it's cool Thena's is very cool did ajak have a power oh she could heal she could heal yeah which is also cool that's yeah useful icarus is like superman He's literally Superman yeah. <laughs> without a cape. <laughs> Even says that in the movie. Yeah. They actually made like two or three DC references. Yeah. Which is funny because Kevin Feige was <coughs> interviewed saying he was not opposed to merging the two universes at some point. I know in the comic books they've they've had... Um, he said he's open to the idea and, uh, as long as... <laughs> verbatim, I think. As long as they let him take the helm. Which I agree. That would be an event. If... If done if, right. If they let Kevin Feige take the wheel on that, which, again, he is only a producer on this, and he didn't help develop this at all. Which one? Eternals. Really? He did not. It was one of the first movies that was developed without him because he was developing something else for Marvel. And I was like... Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's executive producer, but he didn't help develop the storyline or anything. Hmm. Which I was like, that, like, shows. It, It physically shows. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Because I feel like anything he touches, you can tell like the love that goes into that script. Yeah. He makes it sure his screenwriters <coughs> are like... And you know what? To give credit where credit's due, Chloe Zhao, the director, actually does a pretty good job like with like the cinematography and everything like that. But That's what I mean. It's, visually, it's a beautiful movie. Even and, the effects are beautiful. Yeah, Look it, real. The CGI is amazing. Yes. And we're... We're a little bit bitchy when it comes to CGI. We, we don't like it that much. We like a practical set. With a movie like this, you yeah, expect it. No. <laughs> um, and with what she was given, I think she did really well for like the dialogue and screenwriting she did. But again, it's just not a great script. Not a great story. There's not a lot of development. I hope that they're able to redeem it. It's the lowest rated Marvel movie right now. Yeah. And I was... I- I do equate it with Thor the Dark World and the Incredible Hulk and Captain America the First Avenger. 
But like, like Ragnarok redeemed, I think, Dark World. Oh, 100 percent. You know, so I feel like there's not, there's not. Who's to say that they won't come back with a better Eternals? Here, here's the thing with Thor is that Thor was the weakest of, not physically, the weakest performing out of all the Avengers. And that's because nobody wants to see a serious Thor. They realize that he's funny. Chris Hemsworth has great comedic timing. Yeah. Why not utilize that and make Thor a funny character? Make him the butt of the joke. But like, it, it was like in, I think in the Avengers, where she's like, he's killed 82 people and he goes, he's adopted. Yeah. It's just like, and like, <coughs> you don't expect him to say shit like that. And you're like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I think they found that, okay, we need to do something different with him because he's our weakest performing Avenger. People don't like him. Right. He's cute. Women like him, but like they don't want to see him act consistently. Right. So they made him into a comedy and it performed and beautifully. Awesome. Yes. So I just think they need to do that do that with the with um Eternals. And a note they could take from Shang-Chi is like multiple comedic actors, not just making one of them comedic, but just like a litany of comedy. Because yes. I feel like that'll lighten the mood and it also connects people. Yeah. And also less is more. I feel, like I said before, I think this movie was too big. And if they would have focused on just a couple things, like the you said. The idea was too big. Yeah, it would have... The, the idea got away from them. Yeah. Um, again, I didn't hate it. I know it sounds like we hated it. No, we didn't. And- I just didn't love it. If you listen to our Dune podcast, you can hear what hating something sounds like. Yes. Um, I said it earlier, I really wanted to like this movie. I was very excited for this movie. Yes. And I I was, don't get me wrong, I love Shang-Chi, or Shang-Chi, I love Black Widow. I was excited for something different. Something new. Something new, something different, and... Something that was going to be like, okay, that's going to, that makes me excited for what's to come. Not that I'm not excited for what's to come, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You know? So I'm trying, I'm looking up if, yeah, Kevin Feige was not a part of the story. That's interesting. I'm surprised he would give that up for such a, a risky movie to begin with. I feel like at some point, like, I think he thinks that, like, oh, I've like, I agree with him in this force. He's in this sense, not force. Um, he's laid out enough of a game plan. Like, hey, this is what people like. Yeah. And I think that they took some of that and they were like, let's give Camille some funny lines. And he's like the only funny one. Yeah. And even his... His his ballet was funnier than him. Oh, 100%. <laughs> he was honestly the fun, he was funniest so funny. part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you get that? Yes, sir. <laughs> you can hear him in the background. So funny. He got his own poster. Did you see I that? I saw that. I was like, that's awesome. And Dane has his own his own mm-hmm. poster, too. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the Black Knight and what's to come. That was one of the credit scenes. So, spoilers. We're going to talk about the end credit scenes. Sorry. I told Celine that my favorite part of a Marvel movie, other than seeing the movie itself, I love the end credit scenes. Because it gets you so excited for what's to come next. It's like a coming up in a show. Yeah, next on. Yeah. Um, And, again, spoilers, Eternals will return. Yeah. They've said that at the end. Mm -hmm. And even the end credit scenes in this were... 
Okay, cool. I can't even remember the first one. So the first one, we get introduced to Thanos' brother. Oh, that's right. And I am excited about that. I'm excited, too. And we get a surprise, very surprising casting choice. Yeah. Um, we have Harry Styles as Star Fox. So random. The dude from One Direction is going to be a superhero. But like, I kind of like it. I don't mind it. I don't. I kind of like it. It's I like, don't dislike him. I just don't know enough about him to care. <laughs> he did really well in Dunkirk. So, but that's a very serious movie. So yeah. he seemed goofy. Star Fox is supposed to be like the exact opposite of Thanos. Yeah. Kind of full of himself, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, full of himself, very cocky, like yeah. smart mouth, just like kind of jokey all the time. Yeah. He's like Star-Lord, almost. Like he's just always like goofy. Yeah. Um, it's I like it because it's also, it's just as surprising as... Kevin Poulter for Adam Warlock, which yeah. TJ sent me a picture by the way, and he does not. I mean, he's got the weird eyebrows still, but it's he's, not bad. He's got some guns on him. Once they put that gold paint on him, and he does, you don't see his eyebrows. We're in business. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I I do think he'll do a good job. I do too. Both Harry Styles and and uh, I do too. Willie I Poulter. think Harry Styles can redeem the Eternals. Yeah. Did you know Patton Oswalt? Do you know who he is? He played the voice of that little... Um, Pip? Yeah. He did? Yeah. I love that. I hope they have him play the voice again. Yeah. I did, I looked it up. I'm like, oh my God, that's Patton Oswalt. That makes sense. He's so funny. He pops up in everything. Him and Andy Serkis yeah. are just in like random shit. Yeah. And like like Andy Serkis is the Alfred in the new Batman. Yeah. So weird. random. I was like, he literally does CGI. What, what business does he have? Right? Acting in so much shit. No kidding. He's... Him and Patton Oswalt are geniuses, though, so... Yeah. Um, so that was the first credit scene. Yeah. Which was... It was fine. It was fine. It's exciting. Yes. Like, I'm excited for what's going to come from it. But it was fine. I like the second one better. And then the second one, we get... We go back to Dane. Dane Whitman, I think his name is. Dane Whitman. So, before, he says something to... <coughs> along the lines of, like... Found, found out about my family. It's a bit yeah. crazy. You know, you're not like, you don't explore it. And TJ and I both don't know. We didn't know, I didn't know the Black Knight's real name. So I don't I, even know who he is. I just know that's I, what he's called. I know of him. Like, I've never read the comics. But I didn't know his real name was Dane Whitman. I didn't so I didn't, either. when they introduced him, I wasn't like, oh, it's the Black Knight. Yeah. So, anyway, he prefaces it by saying, like, my family history is crazy. Yeah. And um, they say, he says something like, um, turns out it's a bit complicated yeah that it's a bit more complicated than I thought or something yeah. and then that's it ends that's where the movie ends and TJ and I were like like okay <laughs> like why won't they tell us what's going on right so then the, the very last end credit scene is is him mm-hmm. um, he's um, I don't want to say agitated he's anxious anxious he's yeah like pacing He's pacing because he's getting ready to open this um, this big box. It's like a, it looks like a guitar case on Yes. Yeah. Um, and he's nervous. Mm-hmm. We don't know why. Yeah, we don't know why. And then you see him open the box. Yeah. And it's this sword that's like... Whispering. It's whispering. It's wrapped up. It's The box is engraved inside. I can't... It said something. It's a... To, it's a to die... Some, uh, to die is like your next... It's something cryptic. Something about death and being the next adventure or something like that. Yeah. 
And he puts his hand toward the, the, the it's called the ebony sword. They don't mention this in the movie. Yeah. But you said it earlier. Mm-hmm. And the, the sword seems to react to... It like pulses. Yeah, it almost seems, it almost seems like it's... Um, coming alive. Coming alive, almost like a reactive metal. Mm-hmm. And um, is reacting to him almost grasping the handle. Mm-hmm. Then we hear a voice. Honestly, would not have guessed it unless I looked it up. And you hear a voice saying, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Are you sure you want to do that? Or are you sure you want to do that? Mm-hmm. And then it ends. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, what the fuck? Like, what? Why? What? I, so I said, I was like, is that Nick Fury? And TJ goes, that doesn't sound like Samuel L. Jackson. No. So he looked it up in the theater, and I didn't know he was looking it up, so I was talking to Mason. And he's like, it's Blade! Yeah! And I was like... Ma- Marshala. Maharshala. Maharshala. Yeah. Ali. Ali, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's... Like a take on mashallah, which is an Arabic word. Yeah. Um, he's going to be playing Blade. So this is his first introduction as his character Blade. We don't see him. I'm a little agitated that we don't see him. I wish we got him, like, stepping behind him to, like, make it clear that it's him. Yeah, like stepping out of the shadows. Just like, like Nick. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, just like stepping from the corner, <coughs> like a darked out corner, and just being like, are you sure you want to do that? And just in his Blade garb, because I just think that... It would have been so much more clear. Yeah. Not everyone like is gonna look it up. Some people are gonna just toss it away. Yeah. You and I are obsessive. We look all of this stuff up. Right. Why did they look that way? I don't know. Look, Google it. Yeah. Is Kevin Feige a part of this production? No. Right. Maybe he looked that way because oh, maybe he's looking at the next movie. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm making we, it up we as I go. Literally, we're like, what is the motif of this? Right. <laughs> so what? They're standing that way. What do you think that means? Her outfits are changing. Do you think she's like gonna become <laughs> the hero or something? Um. Yeah, so we find, TJ finds out for us it's Blade, and it's our first introduction into Blade. Which I'm excited for. So, okay. I just want, okay. I loved Blade. Okay, I loved Blade mm-hmm. 1, I loved Blade 2, loved Blade Trinity. I was one of those people that loved those freaky deaky, not way too ahead of their time movies. Like, it was like a cult movie. People, weirdos liked it. Yeah. So I'm because it was different. It was different. It was it's dark. Literally about a vampire hunting other vampires because yeah. he's like a hybrid. They call yep. him a daywalker. Yep. Um, I'm so excited. I'm excited to see how dark they make it. I've heard rumors that it's going to be rated R. I hope. And that um, it's going to follow a storyline that was actually like tossed out from the comics, and they're bringing it back. Mm, that'll be interesting. So we'll see what happens with it. I'm so excited for the Black Knight. Um, I actually kind of love that it's Kit Harrington as the Black Knight. Yeah. Just because it's Jon Snow and we know he can play a knight. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not concerned at all. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. What do you think? Are you excited about him being the Black Knight? I'm very excited. I, I like him. I like him as an actor. He's a good actor. Um, I liked him as Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Um, you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> um... I think he'll do a really good job. I don't know a thing about the Black Knight. I still don't. But I'm very intrigued. I know, like... I think an article I read... I don't know a whole lot about it either. I just know of it, him. And I knew the Ebony Sword. Randomly. I don't know how I knew that. But I just knew of the Black Knight and the Ebony Sword. I know it's, like, some sort of possession, I think. Yeah. Like, it's Something with the sword. It's like, a, it's like the mask. Like, Jim Carrey in the mask. Like, he once he wields a sword, he's a different person. Some sort or, like, of dark Shazam. Magic. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Like he just switches? I think it's that, if I remember correctly, because I looked it up at one point in time. It's something like that. Um, 
it's dark it's dark magic which is why i think they coincided it with um blade because he's dark it's a darker tone mm-hmm. movie i hope i hope it's rated r i do too i so here here i'm gonna talk about my hopes for the future for marvel movies we know what's coming mm-hmm. um next after this we get hawkeye which mm-hmm. is i'm super excited mm-hmm. about that one is not going to be dark. That one, I think, is going to be a fun Christmas yeah. story. It's only and like I'm six excited. episodes, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of a bummer, because it's also Jeremy Renner's last... Yeah. Role as Hawkeye. Yeah. So, but I'm excited for it. And then after that, it's Spider-Man No Way Home, which I think is going to be heartbreaking. Um, but I'm excited. I'm so excited. It's going to... I'm bringing tissues to the theater. I've heard it's his last. It is his last. His, he said it. Yeah. I hope not, but we'll see. Um, and then after that, we're done with a lot of Marvel movies in this year, 2021, which has been awesome. It's been good. Yeah. And next year is going to be just as great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness next. May. Right? Is it, I think so, because I know they all got pushed. They pushed. It was supposed to be March. Yeah. Now it's May. I feel like there's not going to be anything for the first quarter of... Yeah, I of, think you're right. Of 2022. Yeah, I think you're correct. I think that it's Doctor Strange in May. We get one in July. Thor, I think. Love and Thunder? I think so. We get that in July, and then we get one in September. I think so. Ms. Marvel, we've just found out tonight, is going to come out the second half of 2022. Cool. So that's exciting, too. Cause I'm, I've heard they're going to be switching her powers, okay. which I'm excited about, because her powers in the comic book, she can stretch like Doctor... That Doctor Strange. Mr. Fantastic. And in this one, she's going to have almost like a Green Lantern type ring where she can like make her make, arm. Make her weapons, essentially. Kind of. She can like, she can, she can project her arm to be bigger, if that makes uh, sense, instead okay. of her arm extending. Okay. That's interesting. I was wondering how they were going to do that, so, oh. but we'll see. Um, anyways. Here's my here's my hopes for upcoming Marvel. In the early 2000s, they had a comic book series called the Marvel Knights, which were darker comic books. It was Elektra, the Punisher, Blade, Ghost Rider, and someone else was really dark. Can't think. It doesn't matter. I hope that Marvel kind of does a similar situation where they start making R-rated Marvel movies. An R-rated Blade, R-rated Ghost Rider. I think Daredevil was another Marvel Knight. That's what I'm thinking of, I think. Yes. Um, an R-rated, because Daredevil's a dark character. Mm-hmm. An R-rated Daredevil. I would even like them to revisit, like, bringing Christian Ritter back as Jessica Jones, but... Yeah, the, she might have been one a Marvel Knight, too. I think too. she was. Um, Jessica Jones, but... In the MCU as Jessica Jones, because I loved her as Jessica Jones. I think she did, and that show was pretty dark. Very. Yeah, I but mean, she, the, she was also funny. Like she's yeah. very good at being funny and dark at the same time. She's yeah. dark and twisty, but also like had court. She did. She, she's Jessica Jones in my head now, and I'd love them to revisit her as a movie. I was really sad when the show got canceled because that and Daredevil were my favorites. I love Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um. And I really loved her as the character. So my, my hope is that because they're going to be bringing in some pretty dark characters, that they do R-rated Marvel movies. I think, I think there's an time. audience for them. I think it's time. We've yes. grown up. 
Yes, we've all grown up. That I think there's an audience for him, and I think people want to see a darker, a darker comic book hero. Yeah. You know. So. I do hope Christian Ritter comes back, and I hope they do it. I don't want to say before she gets too old, but before she gets too old, you know what I mean. I, I hundred percent agree. I think she. This was the first time she did like action, action. Yeah. And I think she did it so well. She learned to fight for that show. Yeah. And it would be a shame to waste somebody who people now see as a character because of how good she did. Yeah. I didn't like her friend, but like we don't need her. Oh no, I didn't like her friend either. Can't think of her name, but she was um, so clingy and needy. The actress. Yeah. 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 So. That's what I hope. I agree. I agree. I think it's it's the dawn of time. I don't know what I'm saying. It is time for Marvel to understand that uh, as much as they should cater to like a younger, maybe new audience, they need to cater to the adults and start not making just like these Disney style flicks, which I think what they is what they were trying to do with Eternals. Yeah. Well, um, I think Deadpool three is going to be rated R. That is the first Deadpool in the MCU. Yeah, that's going to be rated R. Mm-hmm. Or first Marvel movie it's that's going to be rated R. first Marvel movie that's going to be rated R. Yeah. They're going so, to see how it does, so I don't know. Hopefully that will open the doors for... Uh, that'll open the doors for future darker movies. I, I like I like the darker movies, too. I agree. So, I don't know if Electra could handle... I don't know if she's a strong enough character to have her own movie... But I'd love to see her in Daredevil. And I recast. Mean, sh- what? And recast. Not Jen Gardner? A, a lot of young. Oh, she wasn't a good actress. I didn't. She looked She looked part, like her, yeah. But um, she wasn't tough enough for me. If that makes sense. I don't think she was a good enough actress. She wasn't, like, strong. No. But, anyways. Angelina Jolie would have been Just cast her in all things. She's going to be Thanos. She's <laughs> She's like my go-to when people are like, who's a strong <coughs> leading character, like actress that you want? I'm like, Angelina Jolie. They're like, you can't have that for every female. I'm Fuck, like, I can't. Like, she's stunning. Yes, I agree. Um, like, even though Jennifer Garner did not look the part of Electra even her. a little bit, Jennifer Garner is tough. She, when she fights, when she did fight, she went all in, and you like well, felt that punch through the TV. So, the, you youngins <laughs> might not know this, but Jennifer Garner was on this little show called Alias. Love that show. Such a good show when Mar- Michael Vartan was hot. R.I.P. Um, and now the actor's not dead. He's just not. No, no, no he's not hot anymore. <laughs> he's still alive. Rest, yeah. <laughs> rest easy. Now you're worried. Um, Jennifer Garner is a badass. She's been. She's literally been training to fight for. Two decades. Yes. Okay. So, and she's kept up on it. Like, well, we don't, we only see her on her cooking Facebook channel now, but. Yeah. Uh, she still trains. If you've looked at her pictures, any recent, her arms are still buff. This bitch is strong. Yes. If you've seen And she her, could actually throw a punch, they said. Yes. She's very strong. Yeah. And it's so funny because she was so nerdy growing up. And the fact that she grew up to, I think, to be this beautiful, stunning person. It's just... You know, it's just, like, what a glow up. <laughs> um, it's crazy. But she, when she played Electra, she was tough. Yeah. You know, like, you felt like she was that character. She was vibrant. Yes. Yeah. Where a lot of young, 
Elodie Young. Elodie Young. Elodie. Elodie. I totally said it wrong then. All this time. Elodie Young. I don't know why I didn't correct you before, but it's Elodie. Good to know. Like Melody. Good to know. She looked a lot like Electra, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't feel like she was tough like Jennifer Garner was, you know? So they need to cast someone who is going to be that way. But we'll see. We shall see. I gave this movie a 6 out of 10. I agree. Because I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Mm -hmm. I just, it's there. I nothing did. Yes. Um... I will always go see Marvel movies on a Friday. I was just going to say, I was like, I know we just complained, but I would still see it on a Friday. I, even despite the reviews beforehand where they people were, it was very mixed, I'm like, they're wrong. We, I'm, you and I we're going to love were, it. You and I fully were like, no, I don't believe critics. Yeah. They were kind of right about this one. Um, I would recommend going on a Tuesday or even wait till it comes out to watch it. Yeah. Disney you know? Plus. It's up to you. Or don't watch it. You yeah. wouldn't miss much. You really don't. <laughs> no. It doesn't further the Marvel Universe for us right now, at but least. It should have. It, that's what I'm saying. It yes. should have. It should be, like, necessary to watch it. Yes. But. Any final thoughts? Nada and gelada. I don't have anything either. I said that last podcast, so. You did. Yeah. But that one's not coming out until later. You're right. So they're going to hear this one first. Um, all right, well, if that's all we got, then TJ, TJ, and Celine, Celine, out! out, sorry, I made that weird, I'm so sorry, I don't even know what you were doing there, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm here for it, I like it, <laughs> all right, bye, 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 don't want to be a for you, you, <laughs> Just another player in a game for two. Two. <laughs> you sound like Mary Poppins. Two. <laughs> a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> uh, all right. Bye, guys. Bye.